0: what's up y'all it's your fave curly girl sadie's back with another episode of curly girl confidential today i am coming at y'all live from my bedroom with a glass of wine in hand so we're gonna be getting super candid today about life after college and you know just being a college grad i unfortunately had to graduate from college in the middle of a pandemic so on top of all the normal challenges that come with post-grad I have to deal with the additional challenges of a pandemic creating more issues with a typical post-grad struggle. So that's where we're at in life right now. But you know, I just wanna get super candid about things and really share what I've been going through for the past, uh, I guess years since I went home from school for COVID in the past like nine-ish months of being a college grad. So, fun fact, in case you didn't know, I graduated from James Madison University last May, May 9th, actually, um, with my degree in Communication Studies and a concentration in Public Relations. Um, I specifically want to work in the beauty or fashion industry, so those are my plans. Currently, I am in grad school at Hampton University getting my MBA, so I think I'm going to have a really great combination of degrees, and that's just a little preface of where I met in life now. But... rewind to a year ago I had no idea what my plan was I had no idea what my path was going to be I was really nervous to be completely honest with you like I genuinely had no idea what was next for me And that was really tough considering a lot of people around me had jobs lined up. A lot of people had grad school acceptances lined up. Like people knew exactly what they needed to do. And a lot of my friends in school were people who were specifically in the health field. So you have a very clean cut path that you need to go down. You need to go to undergrad and get your four year degree. And then you need to go to grad school for two to four years. And if you want to be a doctor, you do your residency. Or if you want to, you know, be a nurse, you do whatever, like. There were so many things that were just laid out for them. Versus on my end, I have um, a bit more freedom, if you will. And you know, grad school didn't have to be a necessity. And personally, I didn't really wanna go off rip. Like I wanted to take a gap year. I have been going to school for 16 years and I felt like I deserved a break. I worked really freaking hard to get this degree and now I just want to do something for me and yes school is for you it helps better your future but at the same time that is not leisurely I wanted to do something leisurely that would make me happy I wanted to travel I wanted to work for a year and get some experience because I didn't have enough um, internship experience to get jobs in the field that I wanna be in. Like that's just something I personally wanted to do. But on the flip side, I had my parents who so graciously paid for my undergrad experience um, offer the same deal for grad school. They're like, you know, if you just go now, like we'll pay for it and you'll be cool. And the smart thing to do is to go. If somebody is saying they're gonna pay for your school, you should probably go. But me, trying to carve out my own path, I'm like, okay, sounds great. But at the same time, I just sincerely do not want to go right now. So that was a big battle that I had with myself fall semester of my senior year. Because like that's a big time where you start prepping um, to apply to schools or to apply to jobs and try to get things lined up before you graduate. I personally went on a job hunt um, and I kind of stopped because again, like I said before, I had my family in my ear like go to grad school go to grad school go to grad school and i'm like okay i am young at that time i was 20 turning 21 and i entered college at 17 so i was a little i guess you could say ahead in life just because i went to school so early and so the concept of me going to grad school and graduating at 23 sounded amazing. Like I would be 23 and done with school forever. That's a really enticing idea. But at the same time, I just really don't want to go to school immediately. Like, can I please take a break? You know? And I didn't feel like That should have been as big of a deal as it was in my life. But like that is really scary when all you know is how to be a student and now you have to suddenly transition to being an adult and getting a big girl job. And it was all very, very scary. So when I postponed my job hunt and I started, sorry, I started looking into schools, nothing was speaking to me and I knew I wanted to get my MBA, but it was just like, I don't even know how to pick a school that's right for me. And it reached a point where I did narrow down like kind of my selections. I knew that if I wanted to go to a physical program, I'd wanna do it through an HBCU. So that was my plan. But then I also took a break from searching for schools. I was like, these just aren't talking to me. They're not speaking to me. I don't feel confident in these choices. And then March rolled around and it was time for spring break and I went home. And I was living my best life I didn't go on a trip which in hindsight kind of sucks because throughout my entire college experience I never went on a spring break trip and this was the one year where I was like yeah I'm definitely gonna go and then I didn't plan it like me and my girls were talking about it for months on end. And then we just simply did not plan it. So I was like, it's fine. I'm going to go home. I'm going to enjoy myself. I'm going to see my friends from home. Like one of my homegirls is going to come visit me. We're going to be all good. Then all of a sudden in the news on Twitter, literally everywhere, COVID-19 do some more research. I'm like, okay, yeah, this seems pretty serious. And my school emails me and they're like, you know, Hey, COVID-19 sure you've heard about it. Let's take a pause. Um, Don't come back to school yet. And me. I was so excited. I really didn't like being in Harrisonburg. It just wasn't my pace of like living, I guess you could say, but I loved it for my friends and like the people I got to be around there, but I just hated the environment. So I was really excited to stay home in my hometown. I was like, you know, I get to be home. I get to be with my home friends and then I'll get to see my college friends again soon. I'm just so excited to be back home, right? Okay, so come to find out, we are never returning to school. I am not coming back to JMU. But we were told, you know, we're gonna revisit it. Revisited it, decided, you know, hey, the world is in shambles, please stay home. So that kind of cut my senior year short. All the good parts of spring semester, I lost. And all the final moments of being in undergrad were gone. Like I will never get those experiences back and I never even had them to begin with. So that was really, really disappointing. And when it came to my graduation, uh, we kind of had a virtual graduation, but it wasn't anything personalized. Like nobody's names were read. There was no screen with a list of people who were graduating. It was just our school president reading a very generic commencement speech, You know, telling us to move your tassels from left to right. Ooh, congrats, you're a graduate now. And that was it. I have never received anything more than that. I got my degree in the mail, which is lovely. It's framed very proud of myself pat myself on the back woohoo but i still never got that experience and i'm sure it's been really hard for people who are still in college but as somebody who like look forward to that moment for literally four years it was just such a big letdown um, and at that point, I still didn't have a plan for what was next for me. I still didn't have a job lined up. I still didn't know if I wanted to go to grad school or not. So I'm sitting here scrambling to get my act together, trying to register to take my GMAT, trying to even decide what school do I want to go to. And luckily, a lot of schools were waiving the GMAT because of COVID and the circumstances around it. So I'm like, oh, this is the perfect admission term for me to try to go to school. So at that point, it just made the most sense for me to go to school and uh, just work at a later date, like once I graduate or not even once I graduate, but like, you know, a little bit prior to before I graduate, start looking for jobs, get my big girl job lined up and kind of go from there. So that's how I landed here. Um, It has been a really weird experience. Like, so for me, um, I'm in my second semester of grad school And my program is supposed to be a physical program, but we are online, we're doing Zoom classes, and it's really strange because it's only me and one other girl in my cohort, and then everybody else is either graduating from the same program that I'm in, or they're in the five-year program where they did undergrad for four years and got their BS in business administration, or, or sorry, they got their BBA, anyways, (laughs) oh, and then now they are doing an additional year to get their mba so i don't get to meet anybody i don't get to experience any on campus life like anything social i just don't get to have i just have the administrative and the educational side of school and of course education is a big part of going to college and you know going through higher education but at the same time you look forward to the social events and i don't get to experience any of it and it's really disheartening but i like to try to see the silver lining and you know i'm looking forward to what the future may potentially hold maybe we'll be able to get to interact with one another and meet but i am trying to look at the silver linings you know there's always an upside one day you know i might be able to get to interact with these people and get to have the social side of things because i would hate to believe that this will never ever get better. But at the same time, we're now a year into the pandemic and I'm now almost a year in to being a college graduate and nothing has really gotten better, but I have faith. I'm really holding out and believing that things will get better, but we will see. It's in God's hands. And i just have to trust that things will work out how they're supposed to and you know hopefully things will get better but that's where we are currently right now what are my plans for postgraduate school you know that's a great question i as i said before i really want to work in the beauty and fashion industry uh but i also have a lot of interest right and i'm lucky enough to where i have a really good degree combination I can work on the communications and PR side of things for just about any company that I want to work for in that industry. And keep in mind, I could do this outside of just beauty and fashion. I could do this for hospitals. I could do this for corporate. I can do this for Fortune 500s. Like I can do this type of job and career field anywhere. But the industry I want to be in is really important to me. Like that is something that makes me really happy, and like that is something I believe would truly fulfill me. So it's a little harder to break into that industry and a lot of times you need some really solid internship experience and I didn't necessarily get that during my college experience. Um, I did have one editorial fellowship with College Fashionista, Love them to death. I learned a lot and I gained a lot of experience through that. So as I said before, like, I have a lot of mixed interests. I love the editorial side of things just as much as I love skincare. And I want to be on the communication side and PR side. But I would also love to be in product development. But I now will also have a skill set to be on the more business side of things. And if I want to be in marketing, if I want to be like, just really, really behind the scenes of things, I can do that too. But then there's also a part of me that wants to be in entertainment. Like, I have so many interests that I believe I would be qualified for all of them but it's really hard because now I have so many open doors for me it's hard to narrow down to just a few and eventually just to one to start with and to really you know try to begin my career in so I'm not exactly sure of what the plan is after graduate school I do know that I'm going to be working and that I want to be working and I'm going to be in one of these industries but I have no idea where my career is going to lead me it could really just completely surprised me to be completely honest so you know as I figure it out I will let you all know I just know that I'm very ambitious and I do have a lot of goals for myself and I do see myself getting into my career almost immediately after grad school god willing um and even if it's not immediately just within that year like before 2022 is over I would like to believe that I would be in the entry stages of my career path and hopefully on the way to my version of success, which is a whole other topic, (laughs) but that's what I have in store for myself. But the other side of post-grad, aside from school and working and those types of like typical things, let's talk about adulting because once you graduate your college bubble, everything changes and you would like to believe that college is kind of, a crash course in adulting and it is to an extent but it is a bubble it is a bubble where you still don't quite have all the responsibilities of a typical adult and nobody teaches you what to expect either that's the craziest part you know, we always complain like high school never preps you for anything because again college is not for everybody I can vouch for that I don't even think it's really for a lot of the people in college college is really friggin hard and it is not the path for everyone So you need these life skills by 18 and nobody teaches it to you But then you think oh well, maybe people in college are in it. No <laughs> We are out back too. We do not learn these skills These are things you have to learn on the spot it truly honestly baffles me to this day why nobody teaches life skills you literally like say for example for me i had to move back in to my parents house right and i currently would like to move out there is a lot that goes into moving out you need to save up you need to make sure you're going to be making enough money to take care of yourself to pay rent to pay utilities to pay all the bills that come with that you're then also going to be taking over all of your normal everyday bills so maybe your car payment your insurance your phone bill like there's a lot that goes into it that's a lot of stressors that you may not necessarily be prepared for because nobody really tells you about it unless you specifically go out seeking that information and that's something that i believe is important too if you want to know something go seek it out There is a lot of things in life that you can learn if you just put forth the effort to go find the information. But I also believe that there are things that people should just teach you because that's something that everybody needs to be prepared for, or just certain life things. But something I really wanna get into is how I am currently living with my parents and that has been a crazy transition. You know, you live with your parents all your life, you graduate high school, And then I moved out technically to go to college. I lived in a dorm. I was out by myself. I was taking care of myself, right? And I did that for four years. Didn't have anybody telling me what to do. Didn't have to be home at a certain time. Didn't have to let anybody know what I was doing. Like could just live my life on my own terms whenever I wanted to, however I wanted to. So coming back (laughs) into an environment that I have not stayed in for more than three months at a time since 2016, has been really, really hard because there is almost a disconnect between my parents and I and like our expectations for what it's like for me to be moved back home. And I'm not mad at them. You know, they're my parents. They believe there are rules that should be in place and this is and this. But then there's also me who I'm not 17 anymore. Like, you know, I'm now 22. I was 21 at the time when I moved back in. But it's like we were just clashing so hard because I'm like, I have been without y'all for all this time, like taking care of myself. Granted, no, I wasn't like paying bills in that sense of taking care of myself. But like I was fending for myself like there was nobody there to be like taking care of me and to like be doing certain things. I had my necessities taken care of, but like I was also on my own in a sense, if that makes any sense at all. So, to come back home <laughs> where there is a lot of structure and a lot of expectations, and I have to like report back to somebody and I have to do just things that I was not doing for four years, um, has been really hard. And a lot of people don't want to talk about the fact that it can really go one of two ways it can be a really great experience, and you know, you're back in your house and you reconnected with your parents, or it can put a strain on your relationship with your family because you just have very different views of what it looks like to be back in their house. And when you're around this age and you're older, you don't really want to be told what to do. You don't want to feel constricted and you don't want to feel like you just can't do what you want to do because you were just doing that for four years. And that's a long time. In the grand scheme of life, it's a little blip. But in the concept of like growth, me going from 17 to 21, those four years a lot happened and i grew a lot so i'm not that same teenage girl that i was when i initially left the house so things just aren't going to be the same for me naturally coming back into this house and it just is so weird like me my room is pink y'all my room has been pink since i have been six years old do you think i want to be in a hot pink room no specifically disney pink I remember the paint name. it is Disney Pink. Do you think I at 22 years old wanna be in a Disney Pink room? No, I do not. So now I'm in the stage of like, I am ready to move out. I want my own space, I want independence, I want freedom. And that's another big thing, independence. I think it's super duper important for me to gain my independence and really take care of myself and i know that taking on certain adult responsibilities you know a lot of people will tell you if you don't have to yet like don't and i get it because it's also like why would you not want to save money but at the same time it's just not easy for everyone to move back in with their parents how i said before it could go one of two ways my situation has been a little rocky i love my parents i love my family to death But I think I would benefit from just being in my own space and learning how to be an independent 22-year-old. So that's what I'm in the process of. I saved up. You know, on that front, I am good. But in terms of having a steady income to then take care of myself and all of the expenses that come with being independent and being an adult, that is the hard part. I work part-time right now. Because I'm a full-time student and there's no full-time job in my field that's going to hire me around my school hours. Because I'm in school smack in the middle of the day. So I currently work as a bridal consultant. I love my job. I think it's so much fun. But because it's part-time, it's so part-time, there's no way I would make enough to move out. So that's where I'm at. And it's a very sticky situation because it's like, okay, I'm working and I have enough money to kind of do the things that I want to do on a day-to-day but I don't have enough money to do what I want to do as in move out and it's just a really frustrating cycle and I've been like trying to figure out if I'm going to pick up a second job or not if I'm going to just try to find like a whole different job but then the reality of my school schedule said 10 again it's like who is going to hire me when I have to be in class for like two and a half hours in the middle of the workday? day so I, I feel very stuck and that's a really hard feeling because it makes me feel like I can't get to where I want to be when I want to be there. But then that comes back into like trusting the timing of your life and things will happen as they need to when they should. So that's what I'm really just trying to like focus on and pray on and allow myself to go with the flow, still do my part to get to where I want to be. And when the time comes, I will be ready to receive that blessing and that opportunity. You know what I mean? So that's where I'm at. But also, another thing about life after college is friendships and nurturing the relationships that you have with people outside of a school setting. You know how in high school they tell you, oh, like you're only friends with these people because you see them five days a week. And that was partially true for a lot of friendships. You did end up having, you know, close friends. I at least had hope to believe. In my experience, I had my close friends who we have stayed you know, thickest thieves since graduation, right? The same thing kind of goes for college. You're always in these social settings. You're always seeing each other. It's super convenient for y'all to hang out because you're literally in a 10-minute radius of each other throughout your college town. So it just makes sense. Like, you have your people you click with, and everything's all cool, and then you form your close friends, and then you also have, like, different levels of friend circles. And that's great, and it's dandy, but then you graduate and it's like, okay, none of us live near each other. Like at all. I lucked out where two of my friends, um, one being my best friend, lives a city over from me. And my other friend, she actually lives in the same city as me, but she is currently in a different state. But literally all my other school friends live nowhere near me. Some of them are, you know, a few hour drive away. But not everybody's trying to make that drive and then other people are out of state just completely So now at this stage you have to really decide Are you going to put effort into these friendships that you claim you care about and sometimes? Both parties get stuck in the thought process of like, okay I'm really busy and they haven't hit me up So I'm not gonna hit them up and like literally the other person is thinking the same exact thing so at some point in time One of you has to put your pride aside and just hit the other person up. Check in on them. Are they doing okay? Would you wanna hang out? Do you wanna catch up? Like, just see how they're doing. And if at that point, you've now put in the effort and they don't wanna reciprocate it, then okay, okay, okay. You can take a step back. But sometimes, you just gotta be humble and just reach out. And honestly, you could be pleasantly surprised with the outcome. But also, aside from... Your school friends and like nurturing those relationships and staying close to the people that you truly love and care about. You are now faced with the challenge of making new friends. And if you don't have a job, you can't make work friends, right? And if you're not in grad school physically, how are you supposed to meet new people? And right now, in the state of the world, and you know we're still dealing with COVID nineteen. You can't just go out and meet people. Everything is still closed. So the opportunities that you would typically have to go out and meet new people and make new friends, you now don't have. So it is a little bit harder and it is definitely easier to feel alone and isolated because we have been quarantining at different levels over the past year. And it's really, really hard. It gets really lonely and it can get depressing for some and add in the factors of like, loss of family members and friends and just people in your life that you really really care about and just other stressors like if you've lost your job during this pandemic if you had something lined up and you didn't have any more or if you were already currently working and that was snatched away from you or just all the life plans you thought you were going to have over the past year were snatched from you that is really hard to deal with and as people we need human interaction we need these bonds and we need time with other people it just makes you feel good like it's literally just what humans need we need interaction with others and we don't really get that right now it's really really hard so the best i can tell you to do is put an effort just put an effort check in on people that you haven't talked to in a while if you are thinking of somebody and we all do this we're like oh i wonder how they're doing and then we just keep going about our business just take a moment to stop and just text them real quick. Just be like, hey, I was just thinking about you, hope you're doing well. And that could open up the door to a really good conversation and potentially y'all could hang out and like things will be great again. Or it could go the other way, who really knows? But at least you can say you tried. It's a lot harder to have the connections that we used to have right now. And that's really, (laughs) it's poopy. I'm not laughing because it's funny, I'm just laughing because it's so surreal that this is our reality. And like I said at the beginning of this podcast, post-grad is already really freaking hard. So the fact that me and so many other people are doing this in the middle of a global pandemic is baffling to me, truly and honestly, it is baffling. But we're doing it. We're here. We're working it out. We're taking things one day at a time. And, you know, things will sort themselves out. There are people who have it figured out, and I'm so happy for them, but if you're somebody like me who is still working their ish out and trying to figure out their path, that's okay too, and that is nothing to be ashamed of or embarrassed of. You're human. Everything's not perfect. Everything won't be lined up exactly the way we want it to when it we want it to, but everything, and I strongly, strongly, strongly believe this, everything works out how it's supposed to. So that's just something you've got to hold on to. But yeah, <laughs> I, I really think, you know, my wine got to me a little bit during this discussion because I felt pretty open. But I I really enjoy talking about this. This is something, you know, I've been going through for the past year. Hasn't been easy. Talked to a lot of my friends about it. And even though all of our experiences are different, at some level, we just all relate. Nothing about this has been easy. We're just young 20-somethings trying to figure out the world with like a little bit of guidance and a lot of seeking help. So that's where I'm at. And, you know, I hope you were able to get something out of this, whether that's a laugh or you know a bit of insight literally anything that you can take with you that's positive um please let me know message me on my instagram at cds alexandra i would love to have conversations with you all about this that would really just make my heart happy but that is all i have for you all today uh, thank you again for tuning in this week and listening i know this was a little bit all over the place but um i try to keep us <laughs> on path you know not swerving off the road but I am really glad that you joined me again here today and I will talk to you all in my next episode. Bye everyone.